grab your beverage and snacks of choice. It's time for another Tea Time History lesson with me, Emily. And me, Gemma. This time we're going to take a quick look at Alice Anderson, who established established Australia's first all-female car workshop. So Alice was born in 1897 in Melbourne, Australia. Her father, Joshua Anderson, was an engineer and together with John Monash gained the Victorian usage rights to a kind of reinforced concrete and became very well off building bridges across Victoria. Unfortunately for Joshua's family, they thought the family fortune was lost due to unwise investments and poor management of Joshua's spending. Their turn in fortunes uh, forced the family to live in their bush holiday home, and this is where Alice developed her hands-on skills, learning how to shoot, hunt for rabbits, fish, ride a horse, and in 1916, her father taught her how to drive. So she was learning some really good life skills. How did she end up owning an all-female garage? By the age of 20, thanks to her father's driving lessons, Alice was working as a chauffeur and began running an auto workshop from the back of a house in Kew. Only two years later, Alice established Australia's first all-female workshop, the personally designed Art Deco-fronted Kew garage, unheard of at the time. Motorists had very different expectations than today, and one thing they absolutely wouldn't dream of doing was filling up their own fuel tank as we do today. That's what service station attendants were for. Service station attendants were also tasked with checking the oil, the tyre pressure and cleaning the windscreen. Ladies in particular did not pump petrol, their own or anyone else's. I love that. There's a, a lot of American TikToks that surprised me by how many American husbands it seems fill up their wives, girlfriends, petrol tanks for the week. Yeah. Like what? I mean, don't get me wrong, I would enjoy not having to fill up the car. Yeah. Because it's effort. I mean, it, like, we had to pay the pump wasn't working the day. Me and my other half had like a whole three-minute argument over who was going to put the diesel in and who was going to go in to pay. Okay. Many because neither of us wanted to go in and interact with humans. Mm, yeah. Introvert issues. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> completely off topic. <laughs> Little tangent for you. So as well as causing a stir with her all-lady garage, Alice was also an inventor of sorts. And in 1918, she created the Get Out and Get Under, a device used to roll oneself under a car, and you might know it today as a creeper. Alice didn't get the recognition that she deserved for her innovation, and her 1922 newspaper explained, Owing to an oversight, Miss Anderson failed to patent this invention in America, and soon after it appeared in Melbourne, she received she received a visit from a polite American to whom she showed it. A few weeks afterwards, American trade journals arrived in Australia advertising and lauding the Creeper, an exactly similar device to the Get Out and Get Under. Now, although her workload greatly increased as puppeteer of Q Garage, Alice continued her chauffeur role and in turn created the Radiator, a flask that attached to the radiator keeping the contents warm. This way, her customers could enjoy a piping hot drink or even a warm meal when they arrived at their day trip destination. I mean, a fab idea if I've ever heard of one. I want one. I know technically we have a flask, but that just seems somehow more elegant. 
Yeah, I mean, I had to have a quick Google about when thermoses were invented. Because I first of all thought, well, maybe the thermos flask hadn't been invented by that point. Um, but there was thermos flasks in like 1904. So they'd been invented. But this idea clearly was like to have a larger amount of things. I mean, you could even have a hot meal ready with this. So, I mean, I'm would it not aware. taste enginey though? For lack of a better term. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they didn't mind. I mean, I've drunk bad tea at the end of a car journey just because by that point you don't care. Mm, that's very true. That's very true. As well as her inventions, Alice also educated women in what was a fairly new technology of the automobile. Starting with driving classes, which included mechanical tutelage on demo motors, Women could then pay a bit extra to work on their own alongside the mechanics. Some women even carried on to become fully-fledged garage girls. On the topic, Alice said, I can train a girl to be a good driver in a year, but if a girl is to qualify as a thoroughly competent garage assistant, she must be in a position to undertake any repairs and to make spare parts if necessary. This involves a working knowledge of mechanics, chemistry and trig, an eight-year course. My ambition is to turn a trade into a profession for women and it is well within the grasp of those who, ha who have initiative and grit. In yet another Australian first, Alice even offered Kew Garage customers the once over car service, which was carried out in just one day. I mean, that sounds like she was going from strength to strength. I mean, she really was. But tragically, in August of 1926, she died. She left her employees in charge of the garage to set out on an adventure, heading off in her brand new 1926 Austin 7 on a treacherous trip from Melbourne to Alice Springs. I mean, it was unheard of trip-wise at the time. And in order to make this journey, her car was stripped of its doors with a cross brace to suffice. This in turn allowed for the weight of the necessary supplies needed for the successful return journey. Tragically, only a few weeks later, on the 17th of September 1926, Alice's life came to an abrupt end. She died in her garage of a gunshot wound to the forehead. It's unknown whether it was an accidental injury while cleaning her guns, or perhaps murder, or even a suicide. While her family claimed her death was definitely an accident, there were other versions that claim her death was due to all of these stories about her sexuality. One thing you may have noticed missing in Alice's story is that she didn't have or need a husband. In a letter, she wrote to her mother saying that she simply didn't have time to get a man. There were stories at the time that she was a lesbian and she certainly had friends that were lesbians. But most of the stories of her sexuality were started by surrounding garages that were competing with her. So we may not know if they were true or not. We do, however, know that Alice was fully aware of the rumours and she did nothing to discourage them. In fact, in a now famous photo of her, when she was on one of her chauffeur trips, she's seen holding the hand of another girl, and Alice's sister wrote on the back of the photo, Alice pretending to be the boyfriend of someone she took on a trip. Girls being pals. Mm, close friends. I bet they were roommates. <laughs> yeah. What an awful end, though. Like, none of those scenarios give her the end she deserved. No, not at all. And you think she was making all these kind of little um, inventions, like think about what she could have done. Yeah. And empowering women, like at a time when that wasn't really a thing. 
Yeah. I mean, it's still not a thing. How many times have you taken to your taken your car to the garage and found a female mechanic? I know. Like in all of my years driving, I've had one AA lady. Yeah. And also, we have to deal with the garage that I go to is great, and they're not like that. But I've been to garages where they act like you don't know anything. Yeah. Just because you present feminine. Yeah. Like I'm always I always I'm quite lucky my dad knows about cars, so I always kind of call him. Because mm. I am always frightened that if they said to me, Oh, you need a new Ujima flip switch, I'd be like, Yeah, okay, great. Because I would not have a clue. Yeah. I always laugh because um my mundane knows about the outside of cars and how they look and like that aspect of things. I probably know more about how the car itself works. You and I have had this, you text me once and you were like, oh yeah, my car needs X, Y, and Z. And I was like, that's nice. (laughs) That's nice or that's terrible. I'm not sure what you want me to say here. None of that made sense. Please delete where appropriate. Yes. While the original garage is no more, the National Motor Museum in Australia has rebuilt a faithful version of Alice's garage and its exhibition hall at Birdwood. Alice's personal motto was a French proverb, which basically meant nothing ventured, nothing gained. And she wore the saying on her tie-in and used it on her business cards, and it was a nod to her heroine, Joan of Arc. I love that. These 15-minute histories, tea time tangents, whichever you'd like to call them, have introduced us to some really cool women. Yeah. That I'm glad we get to talk about. Mm. Especially because sometimes you find women stories that they're not very fleshed out yet, you know, so maybe they can't be a whole, you know, podcast somewhere, but it allows us to still bring these women back to the spotlight. Yeah, definitely. So we hope we enjoyed it. No, we hope we hope you enjoyed it. That's what I meant to say. Not that we enjoyed it, but I mean, we Ho- did, but you know. Ho- hopefully we enjoyed it. Yes. We'll be back with uh, another Tea Time Tangent soon. But until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.